What's up, y'all? It's your boy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giggly today. The one and only A Switch, aka Why My Areolas Won't Turn Off. <laughs> no, let me try that again. AKA. <laughs> AKA why my areola so loud. <laughs> Let me stop. AKA the undisputed, uncontested, undefeated social distancing champion. AKA the undisputed, uncontested, undefeated cuddling champion. Ten times. Um the teddy bear, you know. AKA um, the Komake Tiger Dropper. Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites, episode 129. 129. Um, today's date is November 11th. 11th. Wait a minute. At it. Wait a minute. November 11th. I in my head, I was like, November is not the number of the, you know, you know what I mean? Either way, November 11th, 11th. Fuck, I did it again. <laughs> November 11th, 2021. Or in other words, 11, 11, 21. Um, it's a, a lot of uh, interesting anniversaries. First and foremost, um, well, before I start that, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Switches Sites podcast is a solo video game podcast where I talk about just that. Um, yeah. So uh, back to what I was getting at. Um, November 11th is a special date. Uh, and at least this, this go around this year is a lot of anniversaries. Uh, first and foremost, the most, uh, probably prolific, prolific, iconic anniversary is, um, excuse me. <laughs> That's the anniversary. Oh, uh, that burp. It was a long time. <laughs> stuff. Um, is, uh, uh, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. Uh, 10 year anniversary. It did come out on the uh, iconic uh, release date of uh, 11, 11, 11, which is, uh, I mean, pretty fitting for that game because that game was damn near perfect, you know, damn near perfect. Um, so I think to celebrate the 10 year anniversary, I think a new edition is coming out this uh today. Uh, I think for consoles, I think if you have the game on steam, not sure about other platforms, I assume a maybe follow the same suit that, uh, I think you get a free upgrade as well. I want to say could be wrong. You might have to maybe pay a, a small fee or something like that to upgrade it. But I believe it's, I believe it's free for PC. Um, but yeah, man, Skyrim legendary game just had to give it got to give it its flowers, you know, 10. It can, um, I don't know. It's probably, <laughs> it's weird. Skyrim is watching Pokemon playing Pokemon right now. 
Um, also, what else? Oh yeah, the PlayStation Five and the Series X, Xbox. Excuse me, Xbox Six. Um, are all uh turning, uh, or have turned one by now as well. Um, been a pretty pretty fun year with them. You know, getting acclimated to the certain uh you know uh new features and whatnot we finally got external storage uh external nvme storage for ps5 um series x already has its proprietary thing and whatnot so all in all i say personally having both um thoroughly enjoying them i haven't really had any caught any major issues personally uh, you know, just the occasional freeze here, a uh, weird, you know, crash there, but nothing like frequent enough where like, okay, something's wrong. So all in all, um, congratulate, <laughs> I wanted to do the Tyrese meme, but it's not, it's not necessarily applicable in this scenario, but, um, yeah, man, you love to see it. Uh, wonderful year for them. Uh, some pretty interesting titles, at least more importantly, like a lot of really dope upgrades and, uh, updates and director cut director's cuts. So, um, overall personally, it was a pretty satisfying year. If I would say so myself, here's to next year, which is man, next year feel like it's about to be crazy as hell in that regard. So. Um, Halo two, like turned 17, I think recently as well. One of my favorite games of all time. Um, like I was saying on Twitter, uh, (laughs) Halo, Halo can drive and is uh, about to graduate. (laughs) Um, which is crazy. Just, just an iconic game. Uh, but nonetheless, at least those are the most notable or at least uh anniversaries that come to mind i know there's more than likely many many more so yeah um in terms of the show uh potentially maybe shorter one um may not have too much to discuss but you know what (laughs) it's funny i always say that and we always end up going uh getting to, (laughs) to the same time one way or another so uh nonetheless um don't, don't, don't let, don't let what I just said discredit this, this episode because, um, Hey, I think it's, I think it's still a pretty, uh, interesting episode all around. You know what I mean? So <laughs> without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Uh, episode. I just wanted to say episode to say episode. <laughs> the Game Awards. So as I um <laughs> officially announced, uh I did get the uh, get an invite to the Game Awards. Um and I, I as well will be presenting um the award for uh best beat 'em up. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh has there been a I don't know if there's actually been necessarily too many beat 'em ups that came out. Either way. <laughs> um at least uh, you know, uh on that hype train to the game awards. Uh 
in an interview uh, Jeff Keighley had with Epic Games of all people, which is kind of weird because, you know, it's Epic. They don't necessarily seem to be the type to be doing interviews, but I guess maybe I'm assuming it's like some, you know, I guess cross promotion thing where, you know, probably with after this interview at the Game Awards, they're probably going to, you know, pimp uh, Fortnite to oblivion uh, to some extent, I'd assume. Either way, uh, some interesting details for the Game Awards, at least that uh, Jeff decided to disclose. Um, so, at least in terms of uh, the show itself, just some highlights. Uh, this is by Nebellion, who uh, did a nice little uh, recap of everything. Uh, a lot of content for 2022 and 2023. Uh, the biggest lineup yet. So, hmm, interesting. Uh, 40 to 50 games to be featured in some capacity, uh, new game announcements in the double digits. So that's interesting. Uh, orchestra on the stage. I can't wait for, um, uh, the rendition <laughs> of GTA three. Um, uh, we love ladies on a uh, game FM. <laughs> Um, what else? Uh, the, uh, the, the whole no more heroes three con, uh, soundtrack, uh, full rendition, uh, forget about any other game. <laughs> um, streets of rage four. um, just, just play all that and loop it. The whole show, um, teases for quote unquote true next gen stuff. So at least, um, Hey, PlayStation five, uh, Xbox, uh, sex is not, um, it's not as a full stride yet. It's not even, <laughs> it's not done yet. I mean, it's been a year, but you know what I mean? So you have that. Um, all in all, man, this game more is looking, seem pretty good seem pretty good. I mean, I guess I might, there might be some bias there. <laughs> there might be some bias. I'm not even gonna lie as, as always been a, a fan and supporter of the game awards. But, um, yeah, I mean, at least when you think about previously, the previous games, games awards, there's been a lot of pretty, pretty astronomical announcements, uh, freaking Sephiroth was announced at the game awards joker uh for persona 5 for smash at the game awards uh i think we saw elden ring for the first time at the game awards uh was pt no i don't think pt was revealed death stranding was or was it oh it's all becoming a blur safe to say my point is um don't underestimate the game awards it's uh been picking up steam each subsequent year for a lot of pretty like crazy announcements i forgot they announced the freaking xbox series x the next generation of xbox at the game awards i uh, yeah i remember that that was fucking crazy i was like what is this and it is like oh yeah this is the xbox series x. I was, oh shit so yeah, do not, do not underestimate the game awards. You set your, set yourself, I guess maybe potentially for, uh, 
yeah, when you put it that way, set you set yourself up for surprise if if you keep them expectations tempered. Um, but I guess technically that's a safe way to go. Either way, um, I think he also did uh, say that uh, nominees will be announced next next week uh, as well. So I'm assuming after shortly after that, then uh, people will be able to start voting. Well, I guess I assume the, um, their, uh, secret committee, uh, starts voting for the, you know, um, all the other categories. And then of course you got the viewer's choice and stuff like that too. So very, very, very interested to see, um, what the nominees will be this year. Um, it's funny. You always have your own like idea and concept in your head about, you know, what should be game of the year, what's in the running, but then, you know, it's, it's only your bubble compared to like a a lot of various others. And what is the general consensus, all that stuff. We'll say we'll be, uh, (laughs) we'll be a little hurt. Um, you know, um, no more heroes three. If, If no more heroes three cruise and blast, Streets of Rage 4 Nightmare DLC is not getting any form of love at all. Resident Evil 4 VR is going to be rigged. I'm just, let me stop. Let me stop. Moving on. Uh, The Valve Steam Deck uh, has been delayed uh, by two months. Um, This uh, came out yesterday. Um from a uh, valve themselves uh, regarding it. Uh, I guess we'll read in while well, I also put my time code. I'll just say, um, the launch of the steam deck will be delayed by two months. We're sorry about this. <laughs> I, don't know <laughs> I know they're serious, but it's funny reading it. Uh, we did our best to work around the global supply chain issues, but due to material shortages, uh, components aren't reaching our manufacturing facilities in time for us to meet our initial launch dates. Based on our updated build estimates, Steam Deck will start shipping to customers February 2022. This will be the new start date uh, of the reservation queue. All reservation holders keep their place in line, but dates shift back accordingly. Reservation date estimates will be updated uh, shortly after this announcement. Again, we're sorry. We won't be able to make our original ship date. We'll continue working to improve reservation dates based on the new timeline. And we'll keep folks updated as we go. So personally, totally fine with it. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I just want a Steam Deck just to want just to have it. Um, but I mean, especially just the idea of being able to play all my existing uh, Steam games uh, library on the go is definitely compelling. Like, well, a lot of the RPGs I got, um, especially what Persona Four, which I plan to play at some point, feels like a perfect game to uh, you know start playing and test out the steam deck with, I believe if it has a, you know, 
the uh, Steam Cloud support, which I assume it does. I think a lot of even older games releasing at this date do uh, typically have it. Um, and then there's, you know, uh, <laughs> much more nerdier ways to, uh, you know, get the same results as well. So all in all, not a big uh, hit for me. I think uh, my position in the queue was like, I think it was uh first quarter of 2022. So I guess technically, I don't know, that seemed kind of vague, but at least I'm guessing now I'll, I'm pushed back to the second quarter of 2022. So I'm guessing maybe April, May ish or something like that. Um, but personally, not a big deal to me. Um, I guess I'm more curious to see like people actually it uh, be out in the field and people actually playing with it. And, you know, I still have the option where it's like, oh, this is totally atrocious and not worth it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me cancel that. So I love options. You should love them too. Like a quarterback or something. I don't know. I never, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't know. I never played this sport, but I, I did it some, some capacity. Well, moving on. <sighs> well, and um, and well, I don't even know how to do it. just freaking. <sighs> just um, is it is it jealousy? I don't know if it will be jealousy. Kind of. Um, in how do I word it in games? I wish I played if they were a game I want to play if they change certain things, but they keep adding all these cool, you know, characters and, and crossovers and stuff news. <laughs> so, um, yeah, in terms of Fortnite, uh, is crossing over. With uh, Naruto Shippuden, <laughs> I sound like somebody who's like, who's never watched it, which I have not. <laughs> Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Fortnite is crossing over with Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> oh man, like I'm a teacher, like I'm a <laughs> substitute teacher announcing kids' names. Naruto Shippuden. <laughs> I'm getting tired of it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so um Naruto Shippuden. <sighs> Believe it. That's I guess that's the phrase. I it's it's weird. I all I know that phrase from other games that reference that that uh game. That this this Naruto. Um so <laughs> Uh, yeah, so believe it, it's coming, uh, November 16th, 2021. So I'm curious if they actually even, it feels like they've been very coy about what the skins look like. Um, let me look them up actually. I hope they, well, I mean, considering the, uh, the history of the skins, they generally look pretty, uh, pretty weird. 
think there's supposedly some leaked leak skins. Hopefully this isn't a clickbait video. It's going to get a downvote immediately. Uh, you can't even really see them. Oh, they do. I guess they technically might look just exactly like it. I think they did that with Rick and Morty when he was, um, included in uh Fortnite. So maybe that is what it is. <laughs> Excuse me or bless me. I don't know. So you get, um, man, this is going to be fun. Uh, damn it. Okay. So you got, you got Naruto, you got Kakashi, you got Sakura and you got Sasuke, uh, skins all coming to Fortnite. So yeah, yeah. Shonen jump fans. Yeah. It is your time to shine right now. It is your time to play Fortnite. Play it now. Cause it's Naruto ninjas. Believe it. <laughs> uh, I sound like somebody who does not know Naruto, which is exactly the case, <laughs> but I thought, I thought this was interesting either way. It's, um, it's just mad. It, it's just, it, it's, it's annoying because I guess part of me like wants to play it because I guess I, I've, I've talked about it before, but my frustration with Fortnite is that I would play it if it didn't have the damn building mechanic in it. But otherwise, yeah, I'm going to stay away unless I've said it already. We get a Yakuza, we get a Yakuza crossover. Like, all right. All right. I guess I gotta, gotta do it then. That is my only stipulation. Um, but yeah, Hey, Naruto fans, <laughs> which I feel like there's, there's a crossover with Fortnite. I feel like a lot of anime, uh, fans do play Fortnite. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. That that's, this is purely conjecture an assumption, but I uh, assume that this is a pretty wise crossover in general. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, it wouldn't happen if it was, if it, uh, wasn't. So we'll see, you know, but <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I love saying that without even really knowing necessarily the context. I think rough memory, I kind of get the idea and concept, but one of these days when I have like a year and a half to just burn, I guess maybe if I'm just, if I'm just at that point where like, I have nothing to do, don't want to do anything, but I just got this urge anyway, anyway, keeping that, uh, it? keeping that, jump uh, shown and jump train going Chee -chee. <laughs> oh that auto tune was hitting that time um uh of course another game that uh naruto is uh included in uh jump force um is being delisted from the digital game stores in north america 
on uh, February 7th, 7th, 2022. Um, uh, this is uh, from Bandai Namco's Twitter. Uh, our sincere thanks goes out to all the Jump Force players and fans for their support. But with all good things, they must come to an end. Believe it. I'm sorry. That was me. That was me. I'm sorry. Um, Jump Force's availability through digital purchase in America's will end. February 7th, 2022 at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So. But the sad news does not does not stop there. Uh, in addition to that, um, online servers will go down on August 24th, 2022, but all single player functions will be playable locally. Thank you all once again for your support. We look forward to seeing you enjoy our other games. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of like low key shade where <laughs> we look forward to seeing you enjoy our other games. <laughs> I feel like there's some low key, just like, I don't know, resentment. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe this game would still be uh, running if you guys actually fucking supported it. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So, uh, pour one out for the jump force fans. What? Probably like the two of you, three, four, six, six of you. <laughs> there's probably, <laughs> I'm very curious now. There's probably what? Six people playing an online match right now. I really want to, oh, I'm very curious to see. If that's actually the case, um, well, you know, there are other games that isn't jump force. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's at least from what I saw, it did not look very good, but of course, as somebody who's not a huge anime fan, I do like a fair amount of the, uh, the IPs I've watched, um, that I believe are shown in, uh, please excuse my lack of knowledge in the anime realm. Uh, anime fans, please don't, um, kill me. Um, I know that's what a lot of you resort to. Um, I'm, I mean, no harm. I'm just, I'm just speaking what's there. I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help. So, Hey man, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Guys. You got, what is it, the J stars one? That was a pretty decent one. I was playing with friends back in the day. Um, then there's all the exclusive ones like, uh, you know, the my hero ones and the Naruto exclusive ones and all the other, you know, Dragon Ball ones and stuff, too. So, I mean, it's not all bad, you know, it's not all if it's on sale, I might I might bite just out of pity. <laughs> That's I did. that did not mean how I came off, but you know what I mean? Just out of uh, just sadness that nobody supported it. But I mean, it. It kind of put it, put it kind of, you know, put it upon itself really, but I digress. Um, but just pour one off of your force, you know, enjoy the times while they're here. All, uh, all three of you. Um, with that being said, that unfortunate use that concludes the news for this week. So, uh, let's get into what I've been playing.
plan, which has been RE4VR, uh, finished it last weekend. Um, man, I'm trying not to retread what I said before, but, um, yeah, man, really good. Um, where do I start? So yeah, literally played like all the other iconic moments at the the island, which is the last, I guess, act of the game. You know, uh, unfortunately, I have to sadly report uh, the Krauser fight was in cutscene form. You couldn't uh, do it in in VR. That that would have been pretty fucking dope if 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 done right. But I there's a lot of potential for that to go wrong, which I understand either way. So you know. Krauser fight was in its normal form. Uh, the it battle that was fucking crazy in VR, to be honest, that was pretty surreal. Um, you, they of course made some, uh, uh, you know, um, understandable changes, not anything drastic, but like, what did they change? Like when you shoot all the buttons to drop the, the thing, the hatch, you know what I mean? Whenever you get to that point, but you pull it instead of, I think, interact with it. It was something I felt that was, maybe it wasn't drastically different. Maybe I'm misremembering. Actually, never mind. I think uh, what's throwing my whole mental off is, um, <laughs> I guess, just it being in a different perspective for some reason. But all in all, it was it was pretty pretty great, pretty pretty damn great. I have to say. Um, yeah, then got to the final segment, uh, which was again, pretty, pretty damn, you know, typical. Um, I did run out of bullets though, in terms of my sniper, uh, which, which, uh, in the one segment towards the end where you, uh, do need that, but that's understandable. I mean, everything else was pretty much, you know, in VR, nothing necessarily else drastic outside of that, but yeah, uh, the one notable part is the jet ski, which is, you know, you do do that in VR, which is pretty dope. Um, but after all that, um, there is a different end, ending credit scene. Um, and then I tried um, going back and seeing how they treat New Game Plus a little bit. I wasn't going to play the whole thing, but um, it's cool. They do let you skip the uh, intro cutscene and just let you go right back into the game, which is pretty dope. Um what else? Oh yeah. I tried playing with the new, um, well not the new, but tried playing with the more strict controls in terms of the movement options where basically you move like a tank, but in VR and man, that is like, that was horrible. It was a horrible experience. Like within the 10 seconds of me trying, I was like, you know what? Ugh, no, this is not, no, I'm not liking this. Um, yeah, let's not, let's not. <laughs> so I did it. Basically it just, it is so, is at least playing through a whole game in the strafing and free movement, more free movement option. Um, yeah. Playing in tank after that is horrible. Just, it just, it feels unnecessarily restrictive considering the VR perspective. I, I think obviously it's much more easier in third person, but yeah, do not recommend it. Even, you know, 
with that. Uh, one thing is that is dope though. I did play, uh, I did turn the, uh, red dot off. So now you technically have to shoot each weapon using your manual aim. Like I guess technically in real life and man, it is pretty dope. It is because it's in VR. It's pretty cool that you can actually, you know, like you would in real life when you're trying to aim, you can literally look down the iron sights of the gun and, you know, shoot that way. And it's accurate. It's like dead on accurate, which is, I don't know why that surprised me, but it did. It's just how crazy accurate it is. And, you know, you getting a feel for what it, like where you're aiming at and it actually kind of, uh, being justified and being accurate and paying off, I think was pretty dope and fulfilling, at least for, uh, the little bouts I played. Um, you know, just exploring it. Um, I guess a couple of questions I did have, which I, st- I still need to do more research on on my end about, but because I know, I think I brought this up before, but there isn't any of the end game stuff after you beat it. Like, um, the mercenaries mode assignment, Ada, um, separate ways. And I think those were it. I believe I may be missing one, but either way, uh, those are all missing. But with those, there were a lot of, um, of those extra weapons tied to it as well. Like the, of course, infamous hand cannon, uh, the Chicago typewriter, um, and then the additional costumes like, uh, the Leon 1950s costume and Ashley's, uh, medieval, medieval invincible costume. Um, so I'm curious, I'm assuming that after you beat it on, um, professional, which you unlock after you beat it on normal or easy, I think, um, that after you beat it on professional, you'll then get, uh, all those unlocked after. Um, but I was like, yeah, that's probably not going to happen <laughs> soon. Um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely replay it at some point. Don't get me wrong, but. At least I got so many other games to get to, but all in all, man, huh? This is, this is the best transition and maybe an, an indication of, uh, just how transcendent <laughs> resident evil Four's greatness is in terms of, of a game as a whole, even with like some of the cut stuff, which is admittedly pretty, pretty minimal. Um, just how damn, just good that game is and playing it in VR is just was great, man. It was a wonderful experience, man. It was so good. It, 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 it is definitely, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's definitely the killer app for VR. I've not played half life Alex yet though, but I think it's definitely the killer app for VR or at least, uh, specifically for the Oculus quest Two, for sure. Hands down. Um, uh, or, or what is it called now? I guess it's technically now the meta quest Two, which is uh, so stupid. Why would you just, just have meta as the main company and then have, you know, Oculus and whatever as the sub company, but I digress, um, dabbled in a little, <laughs> a little bit of a, what is it? What is it called again? VR chat, nothing notable, same old, same old. But, uh, also, uh, hopped, uh, back into a little bit of, um, lost judgment. Um, uh, 
played a little bit before GTA three came out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I actually, um, it's been a minute since I played up. I'll put it down to play some other stuff and I think, you know, finish uh, RE4 VR and then some of the other games I'll mention, but, um, I, uh, messed with the new DLC they added, uh, which is called the school time stories DLC. I think where it adds a, uh, a ton of extra content to all the school stories and at least probably the most, uh, prolific I'd say of all that is, uh, they actually added the boxing mode or fighting style that's, uh, in one of the mini games, uh, to, to be a fighting style in the game that you can use, uh, during combat now, which is pretty dope. Um, so yeah, at least playing with it a little bit, it's pretty dope. It kind of reminds me of, uh, Kiryu's, uh, rush style, I think, in uh, Yakuza games, but of course it's much more technical and technical and focused, I guess is maybe the best way to explain it. Um, but it's pretty dope. Um, I, I think they give you an option for, I don't know why you would, but you can actually not use that mode and turn it off, I guess, for maybe if you're a purist, I guess, but it's like, why would you not want more, uh, fighting options? Um, personally, but I guess I could see the one caveat, which is probably my, you know, uh, the one issue technically with it, it, like I think I mentioned before is that you, you're, you have to switch through, uh, allocated, um, set of your styles. You can't like, like the previous games, uh, where you can switch directly to whatever mode you want, which, you know, uh, as well gives you more flexibility in terms of, you know, um, doing more creative stuff and combos and, and things like that. But again, it's, it's, I'll take what I could get at this point. I'm just having four fighting styles and one that's boxing, uh, specific and has some really dope interesting moves. Like I think you can like, you can, uh, if you time your hits, right, you can actually counter. And I think, uh, do like something similar to, of course, the most best, best counter of all time, the Komaki tiger drop. But, um, at least, uh, it does seem pretty dope from what I messed with. I didn't, you know, fully get the full gist of it. I think you have to, you have to play the boxing mini game to, uh, acquire all the abilities and stats and stuff like that. So, but for when I played, I'm like, hell yes. Uh, I heard rumors about it. I was, I didn't want to spoil it. Cause I, I assume you probably just unlock it after, uh, you know, doing, um, getting to a certain point, but it is a DLC. So you, uh, when you get the DLC, which I think is, I think you have to pay for, I believe, but, um, it's there. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that judgment, that judgment is lost. I'm I'm feeling kind of bad. Cause like normally I play the hell out of this, uh, but it's been so much more stuff that, at least has a very minimal time commitments, like 10 to 15 hours versus this game, which I know in the long run is going to be like 90 hours to complete. I think if I do everything, so I've just been accepting that and I'm like, you know what, let me just play this. So I know I'll be able to beat it and it won't take, uh, you know, my time. And then I'll keep getting, I'll get back to this when, you know, there isn't (laughs) this whole onslaught of, games, especially now with the November season, um, 
is over and uh actually get back to playing um uh judgment when everything is clear <laughs> so yeah then uh also played um call of duty vanguard i was very on the fence about this game in terms of uh well, you know, of course, obviously the, the controversy with Activision, which I no way, you know, am uh, in support of. But I mean, at the same time, I know there's people there who aren't, you know, included in all that stuff. So it's like that whole that weird uh, that weird area you're in. But um, at least from what I played, I'm like, it, it is pretty good. Um, and I was like, you know what? Let me give it another chance. And uh, sure enough. Did uh did uh bite the bullet and uh <laughs> no pun intended. But um yeah, at least uh played the campaign first, of course. That's always my tradition. I uh I'm not the one to just go directly to multiplayer. I like to give uh single player its fair shake and then play I like playing multiplayer as a reward, um uh, you know, for me personally, but uh, I thought the campaign was pretty good for this. Um, it has this weird format, which, uh, at least at first it seemed a bit, what's the word? It seemed a bit, uh, I guess contrived where it's like, you know, it just felt like it, it, we we're just doing it just to do it. But yeah, it still kind of felt like that. Ultimately, I believe it just, the format was like, there's this main plot where you gotta, uh, take out the, I guess the sub leader of Hitler and Hitler was killed. And this is in the world war two kind of period era setting. Um, and, um, yeah, that's generally the plot. Like we got to take this guy out, blah, blah, blah. But then <laughs> we got to take this guy out. Oh, Oh, you, you don't know about uh Polina here. She was a Russian, uh, guard. Okay. Here's Polina's story. And you know, they, it just felt like a lot of that for me. I don't know. It felt like it, it felt a bit disjointed, I guess. I'm not, I guess I'm not a fan of the, that plot technique. I don't know. I feel like it, it worked as a disadvantage towards this, um, for this type of game, I'll say. Um, but I will say Polina as a character, she was pretty cool. She's played by that the iconic, uh, voice actor. She's like literally almost in everything I could think of at this point. I forgot her name. Let me, let me what is her name? <laughs> she was of course, Abby in uh, the last of us, which, you know, people have some feelings about, uh, what is her name? Laura Bailey. There we go. Laura Bailey. So, uh, she was cool. I thought it was, uh, she was probably the most interesting of everybody. Um, and then you had, uh, damn, <laughs> I guess it's the indication of my enjoyment of the game. It's like they were, they felt forgettable. I can't even name you the, the characters. It was kind of a blur. I played it like in one sitting essentially, but, um, I did like, uh, they definitely touched on race, which was surprising was not expecting that they, uh, you know, <laughs> calling people Negroes and stuff like, Oh, Oh, all right. Okay. Well, all right. Um, 
and they did have like a, you know, I think it's been referenced in history a lot, but like a platoon of like straight up black soldiers that, uh, if at least what I, the impression I got is like, you know, they intentionally, you know, with the expectation they're going to get killed or whatever, or, you know, had, uh, not as, uh, admirable, I guess, conditions to kind of a fight war in and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I thought I found that interesting. Of course, as somebody of color, I was, uh, definitely interested in that, but I think they handled it pretty well. Um, they didn't, I don't know. I feel like, you know, of course, like the, <laughs> I hate to say it, but typical, uh, call of duty audience that's generally negative And, you know, I mean, racist, or maybe racist for fun, racist for whatever, but I mean, it's still racist in my opinion, but you know, they like to just say it for, for shock value and things like that. But yeah, it felt like this was fuel for them. And, uh, I guess that makes sense. Uh, cause in the multiplayer, um, it's, it's different now than like all the other previous call of duties where, um, all of the factions are u- unified. So each team could be any of the, um, any of the operators to play as, and, uh, it, it, it kind of is distracting in some cases you got to get used to it or acclimated to it where, you know, you're dead set on like, okay, these people are always on this side and these people are always on this side, but every, all the teams, anybody can be on each side. So that definitely took some adjustment, but I assume, you know, in terms of the campaign, uh, I think it's understandable that like, you know, <laughs> they, uh, they strayed away from having a Nazi faction, uh, with, you know, Nazi operators and, you know, everybody playing them. And of course, you know, you got everybody being Nazi operators just to trigger, you know, everybody else. And, you know, just saying the N word to oblivion and all that stuff, uh, excuse me with the hard art, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I understand that. Uh, but all in all, at least after the campaign was completed, I thought it was pretty decent. It was, it was like, I guess mediocre, maybe slightly above mediocre. It was like fine. Wasn't anything like, Oh, this is crazy. And then, you know, it's kind of, uh, as well, kind of what you expect from a call of duty campaign, Michael Bay esque, you know, over the top moments that are like totally unrealistic, but you know, of spectacle and value, uh, that don't get me wrong. they were fun and interesting, but you know, of course they had some other interesting, you know, segments, especially like I mentioned before, Polina's segment where, you know, she gets this guy to distract the people with her, with his knife to like, you know, point out snipers and stuff like that and sneaking moments to slow some things down a little bit as well. So yeah, yeah. All in all, it was, it was, it was decent, decent, nothing like to write home about, but, uh, it was decent. I had, a, I enjoyed the time I played with it, you know? So, but, uh, the multiplayer though, that's a whole nother story. Um, uh, mind you as somebody who's not the biggest fan of world war two games, um, something about this Vanguard just was really good. And I, you know, I tried world war two, didn't really stick with it. Um, but 
something about this game, man. I think it's just that modern warfare engine that's just like captivating and uh just kept me reeled in. And then on top of that, like, you know, I was getting some ridiculous kill streaks and stuff on that too. Getting me a fair amount of attack dogs and bomb strafing runs and, and uh things like that that you know may more than likely have kept my engagement. But either way, I mean, I definitely like this more than Cold War, where you know it felt like the online was off for some strange reason. Now that could be attributed to like my network setup or something else, but like Modern Warfare 2019 was fine. It just felt like um, Cold War was off for some reason. I can't put my finger on it, but it just felt off. But <clears throat> Vanguard felt right. And then, I mean, this is maybe very more than likely historically inaccurate, but uh, a lot of the older weapons now have red dot sights and stuff where it does feel a bit more modern, at least for me, aesthetically pleasing than, you know, the kind of very barbaric uh, feeling like iron sights and stuff like that from the older game. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Just like the guns felt good. Uh, at least a lot of the guns were good. And that's a whole nother thing too. The gunsmith system is, uh, back in this game and like, it's even way more like intricate than before where it's like so many is 10 attachments now compared to like the five you were restricted to and like all the previous, a game since 2019 and then you know there's a lot of new uh kind of uh they're technically perks but they're attached to the gun specifically it feels like but you know that uh also adds more variance to to everything and you know makes it interesting and the maps too are pretty dope i actually liked a lot of the maps i can't even <laughs> i can't tell you what the maps are uh i think that just comes with time and you know memory but uh, I think there's one called castle. Uh, I think one called dome or Don deer Toten something. Um, clearly I, I don't know the maps by name, but I know them by heart. <laughs> I know them by heart though. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Um, yeah, man, it's a uh, pretty good. I, I, I hear people have issues with the, uh, the MVP thing. That's a new mechanic they added to, a new me- new mechanic they added to the uh, end game after you beat complete the uh, a match, where you know they have the play of the game, of course, but then they have a, a MVP where I guess your team chooses the MVP based on like random stats. It feels like like most <laughs> some of these were really weird. Like most time near an enemy, most time near your teammates. Okay, it just feels like those shouldn't be included because like. Of course, those are likely not going to get get a uh, get get at, voted. Um, but anyway, you have those. And of course, you have most kills, highest uh, KD ratio, uh, most headshots um, for objective games, uh, most captures, uh, most defense and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> it was a it was a fair amount of BS stuff in terms of like, oh, y'all just doing that just a joke or, you know, Somebody just pleading in the chat. Hey man, come on, let me get MVP, man. Let me get MVP. But I guess the, the, the kicker though, is that, um, you can actually, you can actually, um, even out, um, the votes. So of the three people they have, you could, 
you can just give each person one and leave it at that. And then everybody gets MVP, but you know, this call of duty, people ain't going to do that. Um, it, it was a decent amount of people that did that uh, occasionally, but majority of the time they always go to w- the more deserving ones. In my opinion, like, you know, highest KD, most kills, most kill streaks. Uh, uh, that was one too. So it, uh, it just all depends. And then, <laughs> get used to them damn animations. Cause you're going to see them like all the damn time. Uh, where <laughs> basically, uh, it's always somebody fighting with the gun with some random soldier. They just get in the gun. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. And then that's it. And then you see that three times in a row. <clears throat> so I understand people like, uh, I hear people just are quitting out of that. Uh, when that happens and you do get credit for the game still, if you leave out at that moment. So hopefully they patch that to be, I don't know. Uh, I think that's fine, but just the wait time to vote, I think is long, longer than needed. I think it's like 10 seconds, but if they just cut it down to five, I think that's fair. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I mainly just played the standard multiplayer. That's my go-to my bread and butter. If, if, if you, uh, for lack of a better term, um, tried champion Hill a little bit, but I'm like, that's really not my mode. It felt, <laughs> it felt a little bit too battle royale. <laughs> so I'm like, eh, I'm all right. I'm okay. And then the, the network connection was horrible for some reason. I'm like, eh, I'm, I'll stick to the traditional mode. That is one thing too, though. Um, with this one, they do have a cool system where you can, uh, choose the pacing of, of, uh, of the games, which is, I guess, another layer of it now where you can have it be tactical, which is like the standard, I guess, call of duty experience where six V six, um, I think it's blitz, uh, which is like 12 V 12. And I think there's like something else. I think it's called something like chaos or something. I forgot the exact name, but it's like 30 V 30 or something like that, where it's, uh, it's up there at least, um, in terms of numbers, but it's like chaos match after like you spawn and you might get killed type of, you know, shipment type of, uh, things, which I think is a map they're actually adding to the game. But, um, I think it's coming uh, at a later date. So, uh, that was pretty cool. I left it just at all, just to kind of mix it up. And I actually liked it. I, I, I liked the, just to change the pace for each different, you know, game. Um, it felt kind of like a different vibe, but all in all, I love the, the map kind of feel and vibe either way as well. So, uh, I did also, uh, hit, hit, uh, my prestige, um, as well. And, uh, yeah, after everything is said and done, yeah, I'm just like, I'm really enjoying it. I, I, uh, like I said, I enjoyed it way more than cold war. I potentially like, if there is time where I'm like, you know what? I feel like playing some multiplayer. I might hop back on a Vanguard. I know there's a couple of bugs in terms of like the progression in terms of earning streaks or, um, doing certain, um, challenge and stuff. But, uh, outside of that, really enjoying it. Really, really enjoying it. Um, probably wait until the, next season comes out or the the new season where they officially integrate it with the call of duty ecosystem or whatever. And then, um, you know, take it from there, I guess. Cause I think they're going to do the new Pacific map, which is going to be a whole new map for a war zone. Um, and you know, 
Verdansk will now officially say goodbye. Uh, so yeah, my say my pay my final respects to the mode. I, I played a decent amount. I, it's probably the most battle royale I played for, uh, in a game for sure. So pay my respects and, uh, maybe dabble in, uh, the uh, Pacific map when that comes out, I think December ish something. I think, uh, if you own Vanguard, you get to play it a day early than, uh, the general public, um, outside of that. But all in all, I am very, uh, impressed. Um, it's just that that gunplay is feeling tight. This is probably the first world war two game. I'm, I like legit can like consistently play. I feel like, um, yeah, I'm surprised. I am surprised, but, uh, Vanguard, who would have knew who would have thunk, um, shouts out to Salim. Um, that's Bay. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we going together, but she don't know it yet. So, you know, um, she's, she's my fiance, but <laughs> she's my fiance, but don't tell her that <laughs> that's it's horrible. Um, well, she's not real. Maybe. I, I mean, she's modeled after somebody. So, you know, take that for what you will. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I personally, uh, if you're into the multiplayer and you really like modern warfare in 2019, I think you'll like Vanguard. Um, you know, that's at least how I felt because like, damn, this game, this gunplay feels good. <sighs> It, it gave me, gave me heavy, uh, 2019 modern warfare, uh, vibes. So yeah, then pretty recently, uh, played GTA three definitive edition. Boom. That's my, that's my rendition. <laughs> of the main thing. Um, so yeah, this, uh, dropped last night. Um, and, uh, man, where do I start? So pretty much this is GTA three from, you know, the PS two era, um, which technically I think, uh, came out on the PS four backwards compatibility. Um, you could play it that way where it's, you know, essentially the same game, but you know, just basically ported with no like upgrades to, uh, for PS4. But, um, with this remastered edition, um, they pretty much did a pretty nice coat of paint over the existing game. It feels like just, uh, I don't know how to say it like a, yeah, new coat of paint over the existing game, a whole new layover kind of thing. Um, but it looks good. Personally, I like it. Um, it, everything looks better. <laughs> of course, uh, you can, everything is legible now. Um, you know, compared to like the consoles where, you know, looking at signs and stuff is very hard to read, but now they're like upscaled and revised and all that stuff. Um, 60 FPS, uh, I think for PS4, PS5 and, uh, PS4, no PS5 and Xbox six. Um, they are uh, 60 FPS. It feels like it hits it most of the time, but 
I think there's some drops there, but I'm, <laughs> I'm very fascinated to see, um, a digital foundry video, um, seeing a breakdown and comparisons of, uh, you know, how they all pan out across the, uh, console families. Um, it, yeah, it looks like all the promotional art and just art in general for the game that you see, you know, like in low and screens and stuff, but translated to the game, if that makes sense, which I think is probably the best choice. I mean, they could have maybe did the whole mile and did like the kind of <laughs> make them look like GTA uh, five. Well, you know, rebuild it with the GTA five engine or something like that. But I assume that's they probably wanted to keep the I don't know authenticity of the original games, I'm guessing. But, um, yeah, so the whole trilogy released, um, at least I'm just starting in chronological order. I'm playing replaying three and, um, you know, uh, vice city and San Andreas. So at least this is the first of them. Um, they did revise a lot of the stuff. They, uh, added new controls. You have a weapon wheel now, which you didn't have before originally. Um, the controls are pretty similar to GTA five in a lot of ways. Uh, they added a new aiming, uh, aiming system for a GTA three and I'm assuming the other games as well. And, uh, they are at least for GTA three, I'm assuming it's probably slightly different for each game, but for GTA three, at least it feels, <laughs> it feels very similar to what I remembered playing on playing GTA three on PS two. If that makes sense, it just feels still feels pretty clunky. Um, but, uh, at least, uh, that's, this is with the new free aim or what is it called? I think new lock on or new aim or something. I forgot they, what they called it specifically, but at least with, uh, that you have that option. You can do classic aim, which I haven't tried. And then there's free aim where you can literally just aim freely, which I ended up ultimately doing. I tried knocking down the sensitivity, but it just did not seem to really, it seemed to be more clunky than I wanted it to uh, be. It seems like it by default, of course, locks on whoever is closest to you, which is least of course it felt like is always not who I want to lock on to, at least in a lot of the scenarios I've encountered so far. But, um, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, uh, it's just clunky. I guess I like free aim way better though. Free aim feels a little bit more flexible where I'm actually, I can actually aim who I'm trying to aim at rather than aiming and locking on to the person I don't want to aim at, which I feel is again, similar to GTA uh, three originally. So, um, it seems like pretty much <laughs> the, the radio stations are just like, I remember, I'm not sure for the other games. I heard there's rumors that there there's, they cut some music, but I, I think that is false. Or I think that was debunked, but uh, at least for GTA three straight up intact, that game FM, <laughs> I'm the King <laughs> reduced by alchemist. Um, <laughs> oh man, it took me back. The soundtrack took me back. My, my favorite radio stations is, um, game FM, MSX, and uh chatterbox <laughs> it was something quotable I, I forgot about they said um what did he say uh this random dude gets calling in for uh on chatterbox he's like um oh uh guns don't kill people death kills people 
<laughs> this is the most ignorant and sadly uh, accurate, um, you know, comment in terms of like what somebody of that nature, I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to go into any more details, would say, <laughs> which is crazy how much that hits accurately, like what, 10, 20 years ago now is still accurate now, which is kind of sad depending on how you, uh, you know, perceive it, but yeah, man, all them hits still hitting. Um, it's, it's funny. Of course, you know, I did, uh, I did, uh, you know, pay some money for some services and it is as awkward as it looks where it's like <laughs> you, uh, if you shift the camera around, which you can do now, I don't think you, I don't think you could do that in the original. I think the camera movement was very limited, but, uh, you know, you could see <laughs> for a definition, the camera, the car is just moving for no reason. They just sitting there just enjoying themselves. Just, just still, but you know, it's like, uh, you know, sure. That's fine. I mean, I got my health up, so, <laughs> um, oh yeah, that's kind of one, uh, a noticeable thing that I, I guess it's not a big deal, but it's definitely noticeable for me as somebody who like enjoyed messing with it. Um, when, uh, I played the original was, it seems like the native well, not native, but the cool, um, I guess GTA one and two camera, like from, uh, up, up the sky cam is, uh, how it seems like from what I, what I, uh, noticed you can only you, it, it seems to be no longer, you are restricted to the new camera modes where you can, you know, move the camera full 360 and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, not a big deal. Just something that, that I noticed. Uh, what else? Really, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm really enjoying it though. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot to report. Uh, you do, the fingers are separated in, in, in the game now. They have successfully, I fully confirmed, fingers are separated. They, they, they are separated. Good job, Rockstar. Good job. You did it. I don't, I, I don't think they're the actual company that I think there are some sub company. They, um, you know, uh, had do this, but either way, fingers are separated. They don't, they, they seem to still look confined, but they do look separate, which is, you know, I think that's a, <laughs> as good a compromise as any really. So, um, yeah, outside of that, I played like what a good three hours. Um, the checkpoint system is, uh, also way more lenient now <laughs> where now when you die on a mission, it takes you right back to the start of the mission, which I think before, if you died, you have to, I think you would spawn to the hospital and then have to go all the way, drive all the way back to the location of the mission. And then, you know, start the mission, drive to the location of the, you know, start of the mission and then that whole thing. But, at least now when you die or fail a mission, um, it, uh, gives you an option. Hey, you want to retry again? And you just start at the start of the cutscene, which is totally fair, which ideally it would be cool if you could just do it right at the start of you, like about to start the mission. But I mean, it's understandable. Maybe gives you flexibility to get like weapons in advance and, you know, a different car and all that. So 
fine by me. Um, and it does have a quick save system in terms of like after you complete a mission, it, it seems like it saves. So at least now I've not been, I've been, a, <laughs> I guess, technically reckless now in terms of like, you know, just going mission directly to mission now, rather than like, I would generally save after I do a mission and then go to another mission. Or I think every two missions or something, I would do something like that. But at least now I've been just going straight up. Uh, no saving. I've been been free balling it, free, 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 free saving it, um, free, free risking it. Um, going. No, unprotected, going unprotected, going raw, going, going raw, all in raw. So. Um, but the game feels way more quicker now in pace now with just those minimal kind of upgrades. So it's been working for me though. I've been, it feels like, I don't know, the pacing feels way better now considering that. So, um, yeah, man, I'm impressed. The, the graphics look good. Uh, you got a lot of graphical options, at least specifically, I can only attest to a uh, PS five, but, um, yeah, you have really intricate graphical options that you can kind of play with. I'm, I'm again, I'm looking, looking forward to that digital foundry video to kind of break it down to see, uh, maybe some secret, uh, utilization that, uh, <laughs> kind of similar to PC actually, where, you know, you cut one setting down and get more, um, more, uh, I guess efficiency out of, uh, whatever other setting and things like that. So yeah, pretty good, man. Uh, I'm really enjoying it, really enjoying it. Taking me back. Um, the, uh, I guess one thing too, I forgot to mention the running animation or running where you have to tap the button. It feels off at least for PS five, uh, at least in the current state. So I ultimately turned that off and then I guess now I could just hold it and I'll run instead. But, um, yeah, kind of clunky, but I, I, I don't know if that, that could be more to blame on the game or just the, I guess essentially it still would be the game either way. I don't think it's like a controller thing. Cause I know the PS two has a uh, pressure sensitive controls and, um, you know, uh, I think that was one of the capabilities that was integrated for Grand Theft Auto three, but, uh, at least that's the case. Yeah. It did not translate well because I was furiously, <laughs> ridiculously tapping hard and it did not feel as responsive or accurate to what I'm doing. So ultimately just went to hold to sprint, which, uh, at least was working better for me in that scenario. So <sighs> yeah, all in all, sorry, my nose getting stuffed up for some reason. All in all, I'm really enjoying it. Um, can't wait for vice city. That's going to be pretty dope. Uh, listening, uh, <laughs> doing drive bys to, uh, want to be starting something. That's, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, hopefully if the soundtrack is intact, I believe, I think it still is, which is, I think that was one of the biggest questions everybody had coming into this is if, is the soundtrack still intact? Are the songs that I grew up and loved, still intact, which I believe I think is the case. I kind of want to dig into that more, but I, you know, I just kind of just at this point, I just want to find out for myself, just, uh, play, play in beat three and, uh, get on the vice city, you know, 
<laughs> do uh run people over to uh Herbie Hancock's rocket <laughs> um to uh do some uh pop some willies to uh planet planet tronic cyberfunk I think um that's what I'm looking forward to you know yeah all in all man these games they coming out they coming out and they not stopping they not stopping but I'm okay with it though I'm okay with it and that concludes pretty sure it does concludes episode 129 of Switches Sites podcast if you did uh, like uh, listening in or watching this podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting and or video plat- platforms. Uh, you can catch me on Twitch slash TV. Fuck. Twitch.tv slash a switch where I uh, broadcast this live on uh, Thursday evenings. You can also catch the archive of this uh, in video form on youtube.com slash a switch. And uh, you can also, of course, catch me on your uh, popular podcasting platforms on Switch's sites. Um, and until next time, y'all, get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe. <laughs>